Hi, and welcome to the Shoot from the Heart podcast with me, Diane Bell. If you want to write a script, make a movie, or quite simply live an abundant and creatively fulfilled life, you are in the right place. Each week, I'll share with you tips, techniques, and real-world information that will inspire and empower you on your path. Thank you so much for joining me. I am rooting for you all the way. Let's do this. Hello, beautiful screenwriters and filmmakers, creative souls. Welcome to episode 70 of the Shoot from the Heart podcast. I'm going to let you know, I have COVID and that's why I did not record or share a new podcast last week and I'm still not feeling quite up to recording a whole one. You might hear my voice is a little bit strained at the moment. So what I've done for you is I've pulled something out of the archives. This is from a free program that I shared a year ago called The secrets of screenwriting success. And I think you will find some good things in there. If you love it, let me know. And I could share you some more parts of this program. This was a three-day program. And in it, you're going to learn what it means to go to the next level, what we mean by this in a creative career and how to actually make it happen. I hope you enjoy this. And I look forward to chatting to you more when I'm feeling better. Take care. In the creative life, whatever creative life you would choose, whether it's as a poet or a potter or a photographer or a screenwriter or a filmmaker, you're going to go through a series of levels. And these are the same for all people going through the creative path who decide to commit to it seriously. The entry level, so essentially you start at no level. It's like you're not even at the entry level. You're outside. You're outside the game. And the entry level is essentially deciding that you want to do that thing and then starting to do it. Okay. So it's as simple as that. So the entry is, I feel the calling to write a screenplay and now I'm going to do it. I'm going to write a screenplay. I feel the calling to make films and put films out in the world. So now I'm going to do it. And that's the entry level. And to be honest, even to enter that level can take a lot of us, a lot of work. For me, it was over a decade of work, a decade of desiring to be a writer, but not actually writing over a decade. But eventually... I figured out how to do it. I got in and I got into that entry level. I figured out how to be a writer, how to become that person who writes every day and who makes that part of their life. It's At this point, it's really a hobby. Your creative thing is a hobby. In fact, you might spend more money on it than you certainly receive from it. You're doing it for free. You're learning your craft. So it's really something that you fit in your free time. It's not something that you're getting paid to do. You will still have a day job during this period. And it's just like something that you love to do and that you have hope that will become your career at some point. So the next level after that for most of us going from entry level is level one, which is somebody somewhere chooses to give you money for your work, which is an amazing moment in every artist's life. It's like you hold that first check. I personally photocopied the first check that I got for screenwriting. It was like amazing and I've still kept it. It was the best thing ever. Level two is basically, or we should say entry level, level one, level two, level two. I'm going to call it level two. So entry level is level one. And then level two is you get the odd check, right? You get some, you get paid for it, but it's not yet enough for most people to give up their day job. Like initially you'll get one or two uh, checks and it's amazing. It's great. Yeah, I did photocopy and I kept it. I was just so proud of myself for getting that check. Then the next level is where 
it's enough or steady enough that you can actually quit your day job and do this thing full time. You can commit yourself full time to your creative work and it has become your career at this point. It's it's your thing. That's how you make your living. It's no longer how you wish you made your living. It's no longer how you hope you will one day. It's how you make your living. And that's a huge step. But each of these steps, as you can see, each of these levels is a huge one. I think that like each one is like a massive change in the energy and in the practicals of what you're doing. The next level after that, of course, is more money, more recognition, <laughs> you know, more, more, bigger, bigger, more impact, all the things. And literally after that, there's no limit to the levels. It goes on to infinity. There's no like it gets to level 10 and then it stops. You could win an Oscar, but then again, it could be like 10 Oscars right? You could be the first person that wins 10. So there's literally no stopping the the levels. Iveta asked, how much was that first check? That first check was a option check and it was $1,000. The first installment was $1,000. And that's what I'm saying. $1,000 was not give up your day job uh, money, obviously, right? It was just like, but it was enough that it made me go, oh, somebody's taking this seriously. And within a month of getting that first check, I got a $30,000 check for the same script. So the $1,000 check was an, the $1,000 was the first payment for an option. And within a month, that producer had set it up in a company and they paid me $30,000 to rewrite it. So it was pretty amazing. And $30,000 for me was enough at that point to quit my day job, which was being a yoga teacher. At that point, I was like, okay, I can take time off and devote to this. $30,000 was more than I had ever had in my entire life. I mean, it was like, so I was, I felt incredibly rich. Even the thousand dollar check made me feel rich. So there's all these different levels. Now, what happens for most of us on this journey through the different levels is that we will reach a certain level and we just get stuck. And it feels like we're just on a plateau and how we get to the next level is just elusive to us. We can't figure it out. And part of this is because whatever got you to that level, the level you're on, is not what will get you to the next one, right? It's not what will get you to the next one. It's always going to be something different that gets you to the next level, okay? So that's a little clue right at the start. But what we tend to do is we go, okay, you know, we're, we're on the first level, like we're creating screenplays, we want to now sell them, we want it to become our day job, but we feel sort of stuck here and we think, what I have to do is just get better at my craft, if I get better at my craft, then I will break through. So I just have to keep writing screenplays and I have to write more and I have to write more and I have to write more query letters. And we keep taking action and we're stuck in this thing of just like taking action, taking action, taking action, and it's not working. It's not doing it. Now, what I see at that point, and I see this on my Facebook feed or on my Instagram feed, probably every week, I have a wide you know, a, a lot of screenwriters and filmmakers in my circle, people who want to do those things, a lot of them. And what I'll see every week is somebody saying, I think I'm going to quit. I've had enough. It's time for me to give up. I've given this all I got for five years, 10 years, 15 years, whatever it is, and it's not working and I'm done. And that is a natural thing that's going to happen. Like you just get frustrated. It's like you're doing the things, you're doing it, you're showing up, you're, you, you know, you've broken through to that entry level and you're making it happen, like, but it's not happening. And so we get frustrated and we give up and we get depressed and we get frustrated and we just go, okay, this wasn't for me. It just wasn't for me. I'm sure that all of you will know somebody like that. 
an artist or creative person, whether they're a screenwriter or filmmaker or something else. But I think everybody will know somebody who has the talent, does the work, and yet they can't break through and they just give up. It breaks my heart. <laughs> Actually, just when I even talk about it, I'm like, oh, it's horrible. So wherever we are on this journey, at times it will feel like there's a door to the next level and it's locked. And it's basically like somebody hid the key to that next level and you can't figure it out. You're like, Who, who's got the key? Where's the key? And what I intend to do in these next three days with you is give you the key. And it's not just the key to one of the levels, but it's literally the master key. It's the key to every level. What you are going to get in these three sessions, and I'm going to transmit this to you, is the master key for every single level. So that wherever you are, you will know, okay, here's what I got to do. Here's what I got to be. Here's how it's going to work. And that's how I'll get through to the next level. And you will. Okay. Now this transmission is going to happen, as I said, in three parts. It's not just today. This will be one piece of the puzzle. It's like if you imagine a key that's like, it's got three pieces to it and you need all three in order to open the door. So I'm just going to make that clear to you. If you have, if you just watch one session, it probably won't do it. But the three together, you'll get the full picture and you will hold the key. And that is the aim of these sessions. That's what I'm here for. And that's what I hope you're ready to receive the key, the master key. So when we look at the, what needs to happen in order to get to the next level, no matter what we're doing, no matter even if it's a creative thing or something else in your life, there's basically three stages to it. There's planning for that, like setting your goal, planning how you're going to get to that next level. Then there's actually taking action. So that's phase two is doing things that will get you to the next level. And then stage three is receiving the next level, normalizing the next level. Now, each of these three stages is absolutely vital and they each have a different sort of energy to them. So what we're going to do in these three sessions today, this first session, we're going to be focusing mostly on the planning stage. Tomorrow is going to be mostly about the taking action. And then the third part is mostly going to be about the receiving, the having, the normalizing, which is one of the most crucial stages. And to be honest, is where many of us trip up. We get through to the next level and immediately self-sabotage out of it. So that's like going to be just a game changer, I think, for so many of us. The first stage, the planning stage to me is about being. And we're going to break this down into sort of energetics. Planning is really about the energy of being, who you are when you do the things. The taking action phase is mostly about doing, okay? And then the third stage is mostly about having. It's about receiving. So when you see this and you understand this and you understand each of these things is vital, you can't have just one thing going on. And the mistake that so many of us get stuck in is that we're really focused on what we have to do without really thinking about who we have to be and how we receive. And these things, when you get these into operation as well with the doing, that's when you will get the key. It's not just what you do, it's really who you're being when you're doing the doing, <laughs> if that makes sense. So today, as we're focusing on the planning, we're really focusing on who you are being and why that is essential to getting through to the next level. I want to start this by just talking about or thinking about what actually happens when we move from one level to another. And to me, there's some sort of actual transformation in our identity when I think about it. 
And I, I would love for you just to just to think for yourself, what what is it? What is the next level? What is going on? So if we look at the person who doesn't write screenplays, so we're going from somebody who's not even on the levels to going into entry level, all right? The person who doesn't write screenplays is basically you are a person. They are being a person who doesn't do the thing to becoming a person who does, right? They're being a person who does do this thing. So there's a beingness to this. This is not just about what you do. This is who you are. If we look at the, the transition from entry level to second level, you'll see a similar thing goes on. You go from being the person who's never been paid, so you're being a person who's never been paid for creative work, to being a person who has been paid. And again, it's just an identity shift. There's something in who you're being that has changed from one place to the other. It's like before and after. And if you're looking from somebody who's being paid for creative work, who then it becomes their day job, you can see a very strong identity shift from somebody who's been paid occasionally somewhat for their work to somebody who's making their living from it. Again, it's just an identity shift. So there's a transition in each one of these next levels. Now, what we tend to think is that this transition is dependent upon the permission of other people. Do you ever have that feeling that it's other people who can give you the transition? It's other people, obviously, who will write the check or other people who will hire you. So we can fall into this illusion that it's them who decides if you get to make this transition or not. If you transition from this level to that level, it's up to somebody else. It's not up to you. But if you look at the transitions in themselves, it's really about your identity, who you are, who you're being. And that is something that nobody controls except for you. You control your identity. It's not anybody else. So the problem for a lot of us is that when we decide we want to be the next level, we don't yet have the identity of somebody who's at that level, right? If you're somebody that doesn't write screenplays in this moment, you have a different set of beliefs about screenwriting than somebody who does it every day and who's written three screenplays. So you want to be that person, but you don't have their beliefs. You're not being that person. I'm seeing a couple of yes, sadly. I hope this is, I hope everyone's following this because it's like, it's kind of just, it's a subtle thing. It's a mindset shift, <laughs> but, but stick with me. So when we decide that we want to do this new thing, our conscious mind has gone, right, I want to be a person who makes their living from this. Like my work is good enough. I have the skills. Now I want to make my living from it. Our conscious mind has decided that and feels aligned with it and feels good about that. But usually our beliefs and our subconscious mind are still programmed for the identity of where we are now. Okay. So if, for instance, you want to move into the situation of like getting paid all the time for your work, but you still have the identity of somebody who feels absolutely lucky to get the $1,000 check, right? You're like, yeah, I got a thousand dollar check. I'm photocopying it and pinning it on my board. I'm like, whoop, whoop, whoop. It's a different identity. And what happens is that your subconscious mind, you, the job of your subconscious mind is to keep you alive. That's it. It's not to make sure you have a great, amazing life. Your subconscious mind is here just to like survive. 
How do you survive? You survive by doing what you have done before. What's incredible about the subconscious mind is it's not even about, is this a good thing to do again and again? For instance, if you're a smoker, your subconscious mind has gone, we smoke. That is what we do. Right. And that's why when you're like trying to quit smoking, you're like, oh, give me a cigarette. Your subconscious mind is take the cigarette. Right. Because that's what we do every day. And you have to shift the subconscious mind to become a non-smoker. You have to become a non-smoker. You can't be a smoker who doesn't smoke. You set yourself up for a life of struggle. In the same way, you can't be someone who sells scripts who doesn't sell scripts. Do you see the, do you see the parallel? Does that make sense at all? <laughs> but there's this shift that has happened in your identity, in your belief system, in the underneath. Now, for most of us, when we want to move to a new level, what happens is resistance is very strong from the subconscious and often from our conscious mind to keep us where we are to keep us where we're safe, to keep us where we are comfortable. We don't want to, we don't want to, you know, the subconscious mind does not want you to go to a new level. It wants you to stay where you are because this is where we are safe. And this is where all your habits come from, your subconscious, from your beliefs. So for most of us, what happens is we decide the new level that we want to go to. Like we're like, I want to sell the script. And then we start taking actions because we make a plan of action. It's always, we always go like, okay, I want to get this result. How do I get this result? Take these actions. We make a to-do list. Do this, do that, do this, do that. That's great, right? I'm going to do all these things. Do, do, do. But then things don't go to plan, right? Things don't go to plan because they never do really. And suddenly it's like, I don't have time. And you know, it's like, I'm not getting the results that I want. And then we start to question the path. The doubt kicks in. Maybe this isn't for me. I don't know if it's going to work. Right. And then we start to feel stuck. And now we're going to blame the, you know, do the blame game. And it's like, oh, it's the external circumstances, right? The reason that I'm not breaking through, the reason it's not happening for me is that it's unfair out there. I'm a woman, blah, blah, blah. The reason it's not happening is, you know, they don't buy scripts like this. The reason it's not happening is because it's a closed door. The reason it's not happening, do you see this? And that's what we do. But the problem isn't that. The problem is not these things. These things are challenges. Having kids is a challenge. <laughs> not having time, it's a challenge. You know, trying to like break into a closed game, it's a challenge. But it's not the actual reason that you don't get through to the next level. The reason, the reason that you won't get through to the next level is because you have not changed your identity. You still have the identity of the person of the last level. Oh, guy said I blame my ego. We can blame anything. We can blame what we like. But we get to choose. We actually get to choose. And once you become aware of this and become aware of the fact that you need to change the identity, that's what needs to happen in order to get to the next level. It's the first part of the puzzle. Now, the reason that I'm talking about this at the planning stage is this. Many of us, as I said, our whole approach to this is, okay, I want to go there. What do I have to do? We make our to-do list, whether it's, I'm going to get up every day and write my screenplay at five in the morning, or I'm going to do 10 query letters and I'm going to make a list of agents and managers and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to do this. And we have all the do things. Somebody, I noticed somebody before said something about the hustler. And that's exactly, if you were Operation Greenlight, it's the hustler energy. It's about, you know, what am I going to do? And doing is important. And we will talk about that a lot. But 
The problem is, it's like we're going to plant seeds, right? That's the doing, is planting seeds. But if we plant seeds in concrete, they will not grow. Period. Done. There's no chance. And basically, if you don't first tend your soil, if you don't first create an environment in your mindset and your belief structure and in your identity that will nourish and nurture and allow those seeds to grow, they won't grow. They just won't grow. And it will feel like just what I said about people who are trying to get through to the next level, trying to get through, trying to do the work. And they just get so frustrated and burnt out because they're doing everything. And they really are. They have the talent. They're working hard. They're showing up. They're doing the things. And it's not working. And the reason it's not working is because they haven't tended the soil. The soil is depleted. It's malnourished. It's not going to work. So you have to create an environment first in your mind, in your mindset, in your identity, in which your energy is just rich with faith, rich with belief, and that is expansive and ready for that growth to happen. When that's your soil, when you make that your soil and that's your identity, you make it your identity, you're always going to grow, you're always going to expand, you're always going to learn things, you always have faith that things will work out. When you embrace the identity of the next level before you've actually achieved it, this is the magic. <laughs> this is the magic. This is the soil. And now you'll plant seeds and they'll just be splurred. They'll just all flower. They'll all grow. But if you don't do that, if you don't take care of your soil, if you're a gardener, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't look after your soil and you put seeds in, it's just a waste of time. They won't grow. And you can poke them as much as you like. You can water them as much as you like. They're not going to grow. It all comes down to the soil. So when we're talking about soil in this, in this frame, what I'm talking about, of course, is your identity. It's your network of beliefs. And a lot of these beliefs are on a subconscious level. It's worth, it's worth pointing that out. I, mean, I think 95% of your brain is your subconscious, which is a bit frightening when you really realize it's your subconscious that's ruling the show so much. But it's your identity. So when you start to take control of this, when you start to create deliberately the soil, the correct soil, the nourishing soil where seeds can grow, this is the first step to getting through to the next level with ease, with ease. So what makes good soil? You might be asking that. You might be like, okay, good. Want to nourish my soil? <laughs> How do I nourish my soil? <laughs> what does that look like? How do you actually make sure that you can grow it? Like that Neil Young song, it's plowing time again. Yes, it is. And it is a good, it's a good analogy for this because I think it is just really, you know, the question of the next level is always deciding what kind of garden do you want to grow? What seeds do you need to grow that garden? How do you first nourish the soil and make sure the soil is rich with the nutrients that will help it to grow? Plant the seeds, look after the seeds and they will grow. And your life will be like, wow, you'll have the perfect garden, whatever it is that you deem that to be. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I know you can listen to so many different podcasts, so it really means the world to me that you chose to listen to this. If you've enjoyed this and you've had any value out of this podcast at all, can I ask a little favor? Could you please share it on social media or 
Go to wherever you're listening to it and leave a review so that other people can find it. I really, really appreciate it so much. I love you so much, and I can't wait to see you the next one. If you want to get in touch at any point, send me a message, support at dianebell.com, and also check out my website, dianebell.com, and see what I'm up to. Hopefully, I'll see you in the social medias. Take care, and I'll see you next time.